This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. Rona, she petty. She petty. <laughs> Involuntary celibacy for the last, you can call, damn, I'm an incel right now. I'm not gonna go on the record and say this like officially, but I might have set a bunch of hay bales on fire when I was younger. But I kinda wanna be the bad girl comedy because like, I don't want people to be like, you're a role model for girls. And I'm like, raise your own kid. Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina. Thank you for joining us for this week's I Love Funny Women podcast. I'm Lalita D in for Dina Nina. If you have a moment, we'd appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us lean into the algorithm. Also, we would love to hear from you. Post a video on Instagram. Tag at I love funny women with the hashtag Hey Dina, and you could be on the podcast or on our YouTube. Hey, all you funny women, it's your girl Greg, and I'm here to say thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. And if you haven't yet, go over to the socials, go to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even YouTube and check out at I Love Funny Women. Do it now. Do it. Do it, and I'm going to pour sparkles all over you. Now let's talk about what's happening in our world. I live in California, which has been under the leadership of Governor Gavin Hansom. Newsom. Hansom. <sighs> I'm a lesbian, and even I see the attraction. But he had an unfortunate incident in a laundry. Uh, no, that is not like a public toilet situation. This was an incident in a public five-star restaurant called French Laundry when he had told all of us to stay the fuck at home. Clearly he has more looks than brains, but nevertheless, I'll take a not very smart Democrat over a Republican any day. Gavin is being challenged by none other than the matriarch of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, Caitlyn. And before you unleash your trans antagonism, we hold space for Caitlyn as a proud and very out member of the LGBTQ community. Unfortunately, I cannot hold space for Republicans. Caitlyn, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. We cannot have a news bulletin without mentioning the rapidly escalating COVID crisis in India. And we are absolutely not going to make jokes about it as it is decidedly not funny. Whom we are going to make jokes about though are the white women who spend hundreds of dollars a month on yoga studio memberships and Lululemon yoga attire and who are not giving money to the various Get India Oxygen funds that are depending on your donations. Becky, you suck. Your downward dog is like a beached whale. You do not look good in yellow. Now get yourself on the internet and donate the cost of at least one month's yoga studio membership to an organization on the ground in India. Thank you. Starbucks was also able to provide me with a list of email addresses of everyone who has ever ordered a chai latte and I will be sending you some reminders as well. Dig deep folks, people are dying and if you were ever serious about creating some good karma, this is a great moment to do it. Namaste. Oh damn, that's another $10 I need to donate every time I appropriate that word. 
And while on the topic of shortages of essentials, the news hit this week that there is a severe lack of chlorine in the United States right now, and swimming pools will not be able to add this important chemical to their waters this summer. So, if you are thinking of heading to a public pool to maybe cool down, just ask your neighbor's kids to pee all over you and the effect will be pretty much the same. No need to leave your front yard, it is a true win-win and much better for the environment as well. Our final news item this week is that the Grammys, considered the Oscars of the music industry, I guess because they also rarely go to people of color, have finally discovered democracy! In a revolutionary development, the Grammys will no longer allow secret voting by a small elite, but now have peer-to-peer voting by the entire membership. It's like it's 1870 all over again, or 1920, or 1965, any of the important dates which extended voting to all people, like Georgia in 2054, if we're lucky. It's time to see what your sex life will look like with our resident sextrologist, Renee Hayden. This week brings a playful Mercury in Gemini. Taurus and Aquarius tangle up in the sheets, giving us a moment to sort our feelings, and the maternal asteroid series moves in with an antidote to the patriarchal body shaming we all know so well. I'm your resident sextrologist, Renee Hayden, and this is Sex with the Stars. Tag your it! Starting May 3rd, Mercury comes home and moves into Gemini. Let's get playful. This movement gives you space and energy to use your voice to discover and then to ask for what you want. Tease your partners or even yourself. Try things you haven't had the courage to try, like spectrophilia. Have you ever had sexual relations with a ghost? Just me? If you're the femme Gemini, you may have to remind yourself that the bedroom is not the boardroom. You don't have to be bossy to be the boss in the boudoir. You're the boss. On May 4th through the 6th, Saturn will be in Aquarius. Taurus and Aquarius tangle. This could be a confusing week. What just happened? If you find yourself mired in the mud of this movement, then take a moment to breathe before merging. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Prepare for an internal unwinding. Breathe and feel into your chakras for a few days so that you can remain grounded. If you're all up in your fields, go to nature. Get your bare toes in the grass or sand. Hug a tree. Sit at her roots. Give her your troubles and don't let her bark fool you. She always loves us unconditionally. May 8th, the Maternal Mother Asteroid series pays us a visit and encourages us to smash the patriarchy. Not with a hammer, but with self-love. Even if you're tired of mothering your partner, join your maternal energies with hers to heal yourself so that you avoid being the subject of the next true crime docu-series. This transit is about bringing our soul consciousness into the body and loving into your physical form where it's been difficult in the past. Series beckons us to love our stretch marks, your saggy skin, our jiggles, your pelvic sideburns, and your beefy labia. I'll have the roast beef. Meet yourself and others with unconditional acceptance and love. Be they friends or booty buddies. I've been Renee Hayden, and thanks for joining us for another Sex with the Stars. 
Back to you, Lolita. Thank you, Renee. You can find Renee on Instagram at Renee Hyden Soul Therapy. This is Door Girl Greg, and you're listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. And if you looked at me right now, I'd be twirling around like a fucking fairy. Dina had the opportunity to speak to our next guest. She's an amazing comedian who's performed all over Southern California. Maria de la Ghetto. So this week we have one of my lovely friends. She is based in Los Angeles and San Diego, and you may know her from Tim McGraw video. Huh? What? Please welcome Maria de la Ghetto. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Which video were you in? Because I'm obsessed. Um, the latest one, one of the latest ones. It came out earlier last year, I think, or this, I think last year. It's uh, Here on Earth. Okay. It's like this diverse, like, I'm the token, you know, whatever. Because, like, um, you know, did you ever watch the, the I think, like, the Pero Like videos or, like, the Me Too from, like, BuzzFeed, yes. the Latin side? Yep. So there were these cholos, the try, the try Guy cholos. They would try stuff. Uh-huh. And one of the cholos is in that video, and I just thought it was so funny because I was like, "Hey, I know that guy. I don't know him personally, but yeah." So it's he he did like a whole diverse music video, and it's pretty cool. Like I I thought it was I thought it was a pretty cool video. It's not a bad song for country music, I guess. <laughs> it, this is something most people don't know about me, but I really love country music. I mean, no shame. Do you, boo, girl, like, go on ahead with your, like, like, old country, new country, all country, like what? So, uh, I love country, pop, pop country. I love um, newer country, but I also love the older country. Like, I grew up on, my dad and mom used to listen to Tammy Wynette and Dolly Parton and, like, all that old school, like, Oak Ridge Boys, like, you don't, people you don't even know. (laughs) People that died before you were born, probably. <laughs> I mean, I love some Dolly Parton. Oh like, my God, who doesn't though? Like she's she's awesome. I just know random, like I guess the hits. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I I think I like the like poppy old like um, classics. Like Patsy Cline is kind of country, right? Oh my God, so country. Yes. <laughs> John Johnny Cash. I like Johnny Cash. Yep. So when I was younger, I used to be like, the only country music I like are the Judds and Patsy Cline. And I'm not even going to be involved in that because I grew up in Texas. And I was like, no, thank you. I am not a kicker, you know? A kicker? What's a kicker? A, a cowboy cowgirl. Like, I, I was not a kicker. I was, I was like, totally goth before it was called goth. Like, I was that... <laughs> In yeah, small town it's Texas, it's not a phase. Not a, I mean, I still all wear wear all black. I got my I pentagrams on. I saw that. I was like, "Oh, look at the little bruja over here." Uh, working the bruja. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, and you have COVID. Oh yes. Uh, hopefully, t- today I took a test um, to because it's been ten days since I took the last one that was positive. So I'm crossing my fingers that it's negative because I've had, like, originally we're pretty sure we got it. Like my whole family got it. Mm. I'm pretty sure we got it in the beginning of the month. Um, and uh, me and my mom, so it was beginning of the month, like around the ninth. And then um, we were sick for about a week, two weeks tops. 
And then um, all of us, like the four of us, me, my sister, my mom, and my dad, uh, about so 10 days ago, me and my mom, who, we were completely over our cold, no symptoms, nothing. My dad's the only one like still dealing with the cough. It's finally starting to go away because he got medication, but he was the only one with a severe cough. And then we all got tested last weekend. Me and my mom tested positive and my dad tested negative. So we were like, mm. really, really? Really? And you're like, God damn it, I made, th- made it through all- a whole year. And then yeah! all of a sudden. And like, no shade, but kind of like, I'm a little salty. I'm not going to lie. Because all these like comedians out on the live stage, like just interacting, no such thing as social distancing. They're just like wilding out, raw dog in life. And nothing happens to them. But me all neurotic with my, don't get too close spraying everybody with sanitizer wiping everything down and i'm like i i got it really that's rude bro. rona she petty she petty. <laughs> she's so petty she is so petty you mean they're having comedy shows and doing comedy stuff even oh yeah oh my god no people it was like a whole like movement they were just like they can't stop us and we're gonna keep doing comedy and i'm just like Oh my God, can you just sit your ass at home like the rest of us and do it online? So unfair. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them got COVID. I mean, no, some of them did. I know a lot I'm, of them. I'm like, I want to know who did. I want names. I want places. Right. Not that much of a <laughs> I want contact tracing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just so salty. Everybody having a good time, getting some drank, probably hoeing out. I my god like involuntary celibacy for the last you can call damn i'm an incel right now <laughs> no word <laughs> i haven't even touched myself <laughs> i'm like i don't even want to be with me why would anybody else right now <laughs> look if i'm being honest i'm not really into chicks in the first place you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> so what got you into comedy? Girl, girl, I didn't have no choice. Look at me. <laughs> like if this doesn't scream, I should be entertaining somebody with my chubby ass. I don't know what does. <laughs> like honestly, it was it was um just always I was always entertaining. I was like comedy for me is my defense mechanism. It's my security blanket. I've always known how to break the ice with people because I just was naturally funny. It was my conversation starter. It was my, you know, and I was teased for being a fat kid all my life. Like the last, I don't know, 36 years. Mm. <laughs> Word. Be 37 this year. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us um, just kind of start out that because of our, you know, traumas <laughs> yeah totally completely it is we're just working out our trauma on stage in front of everybody like, we're so brave <laughs> right so, like if i get therapy what's le- like then what <laughs> i know i was like if i lose weight and get really well adjusted will i be funny like exactly. if a tree falls in a forest will i be funny you know like I love you. Who gets 
You get me. I get you. Oh, I get you 100%. (laughs) Like I've seen into your soul. (laughs) With with the creepy laugh afterwards. (laughs) It's just like, I (laughs) I was like, I am so tired of living. Why didn't I just go out and try to get COVID? Like, why was that? Why was that being like, okay, I'm going to stay far away from you. I should have been like making out with everyone as soon as the pandemic happens. Honestly. Like I, it's exhausting. Because also like even before the pandemic hit, let's be real. Did we actually like the general pop? No, no. (laughs) And fair. (laughs) And it's like, I'm not suicidal. (laughs) But if I can find a way to get out of it without actually killing myself, then <laughs> let's do it. Oh my god! Like if I just somehow accidentally swallowed a bottle of sleeping pills. If yeah, and I mean that would totally be an accident because if they're gummies, I'm like I'm hungry. Like I just let me but, eat all the. I just oh, ate a whole bottle of biotin gummies like they were candy, and I'm like I have so much biotin in my body that. I'm going to die from overgrowth of hair and strong nails. Like, I'm just going to... suffocated on her hair. I'm like, oh, my hair is so much of my... Oh, these nails. I accidentally cut my wrist with my nails. I don't know. (laughs) This got really dark, and people are going to call for a welfare check on me. (laughs) Don't give out your location. That's all you... (laughs) Nobody knows where I'm at. That's like a running joke in the online comedy scene when people introduce me. They're like... And coming from somewhere in a bunker <laughs> out in the desert, Maria Delegato. <laughs> I, I stay greasy. You ain't gonna catch me. <laughs> does she live in the IE or does she live in the valley? Who knows? Nobody knows. <laughs> everywhere. And is it San Gabriel or San Fernando? <laughs> You'll never know because I'm half <laughs> and I'm half Filipino. I can blend in either one. <laughs> Do I want tacos or do I want boba? <laughs> Why not both? Exactly. Por qué no los dos? <laughs> See. <laughs> I'm glad I really want boba right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no boba where I'm at. So you are in the San Fernando. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I could probably get Boba somewhere within a five mile radius. She's, she's in Thousand Oaks. Oh my God. I'm nowhere near LA to be perfectly honest. Well, it's like meth. You're, you're near meth. Oh. Meth, I, methwood. I'm not. Methwood? Methywood. This is so funny. So it's the, this is technically the Imperial Valley. I'll let that mm. down. my location away. Look what you did. You did. You did it. <laughs> and I pulled it out of you. <laughs> My interrogation methods are on point. You're like, just let her talk. She'll give it up. <laughs> Don't need to work. I'm like, my my new job with the LAPD. There you go. There you go. We can't find her location. The location I will find it. Yeah, give me 27 minutes with her. and <laughs> 27 minutes and then Starbucks iced coffee for the both of us. Trust, sis. I'll get out of him. <laughs> I'll have a street address. I'll have an apartment number. I'll have GPS Love coordinates. <laughs> Shoe size, dress size, whatever you want. <laughs> oh, we share the same size. Let's trade clothes. I get her clothes when she goes into Gen Pop. 
oh my god where have you been all my life i don't know <laughs> so i kid you not when i go when i'm finally traveling i'm just gonna hit every city that i made friends in and i'm just gonna be like, let's go we went we yes. town red and by paint the town red i mean we're gonna just hang out in your apartment and watch documentaries and eat snacks so yes <laughs> And get accidentally scratched by my fingernails and toenails. You're like, I left her house with all these marks. She doesn't even have a cat. She's just got really strong fingernails now. That biotin, but it gets that biotin. So they have a documentary series or like a, a like one episode of Vice, and it's about the Salton Sea. How it, it it's this like a literal dead lake. There's no life in there. And if there is, they're probably like three-headed fish or something. Because <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. Like the salinity of that lake is so high. It's like I think 300 times higher than the ocean. So it's not not like livable. It, it no life in it. And so what? Like the original like the history of it is they tried to make Salton Sea this like oasis in the desert. You know, because there was no there's we're it's all desert out here. Yeah. And. So they they built like a man-made um, lake and they connected it from the Colorado River, but whatever, somehow over the years, it didn't, you know, it disconnected or it's like sealed up. And um, yeah, there's no, it's just like, like they try to make a resort thing and like try to like sell houses. And now it's just like a bunch of, I don't know, like trailers and like vagabonds <laughs> and like the 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 episode that they did, I actually went to high school with one of the girls in there. <laughs> oh no! And no shades are like she wasn't. It's not like they were crackheads or meth heads. Like she's just from here, and they were all friends. You know, like I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm a little. You're like she wasn't a crackhead in high school. No, no, actually, no, she wasn't. <laughs> she's very. She's. I became a crackhead about three days after she graduated. <laughs> hey, hey man. I don't know what she did after high school, but she was a very sweet girl. She was like, she was one of the like popular girls, you know, whatever. But like, no matter what, I'll say this, no matter how popular or cool you think you are here in the Imperial Valley, we're all a little bit white trash, myself included. Like, I'm not gonna go on the record and say this like officially, but I might have set a bunch of hay bales on fire when I was younger. And <laughs> Again, I'm not going to confirm that. I'm just saying I might have because that's like a $10,000 fine out here. <laughs> oh, <man. And> the <laughs> And if I had done it, I'm just going to say that, wow, the sky was lit all the way up. <laughs> It was methy wood that night. <laughs> That's one drug I will not touch. But I kind of want to be the bad girl comedy because, like, I don't want people to be like, you're a role model for girls. And I'm like, raise your own kid. If anything, what I'm doing is fine, okay? Maybe you should stop oppressing your child. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to have that responsibility of being I'm like, your own damn kid. <laughs> oh my god i get it i get it. do not look up to me for anything i'm like i think it's fine i, I actually am a role model i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm like i'm defying the patriarchy sorry you don't like it for your kids 
<laughs> yes, right. You have been sleeping around with all of Hollywood and sending nude pictures. It's my body. I do what I want. And? <laughs> What's your point? Right? Girls, to be immoral. Maybe your morals are the ones that are off. I don't know. Right? Yes. <laughs> Maybe your morals are immoral. <laughs> so I'm a little bougie, obviously. With a name like Delegato, you know, you from the hood. There's, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I like the nice thing. So my booty call when I first moved to L.A. lived, like, right next to Beverly Hills. <clears throat> like Adjacent. Adjacent. Literally, like, the next street over, if you go down, it's off. You'll see the Beverly Hills sign. But it's technically still mid-city, I think. <laughs> it's um, mid- you live in mid-city. Yeah. Oh, he did. But he had those nice apartments. Okay. Courtyard, like those old school apartment complex. Like Melrose Place? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what he looked like. I'm not even kidding. It had like a really cute courtyard. And it was only a one-bedroom apartment. But it was huge. Wood floors. Super cute. And this was just a booty call. So I was like, yes. Okay. I could be bougie with just my booty calls. And then I got all enlightened. (laughs) And woke or whatever. (laughs) And right before I left LA, my booty call, my last booty call was now not throwing shade, but he was living out of his car. I found out later mm-hmm. why we always hooked up in his car. <laughs> and again, I'm not throwing shade. You know what I'm saying? But like, dang, dang, you know? Yeah, like, no, I get it. It's rough. It's rough in these streets. It is. I was dating this guy for like a month and a half and I didn't know he was not he was homeless until about three days before we broke up and he had the nerve to break up with me oh my god I was like no and this was when the economy was good you know what I mean like this is not this is not like now this wasn't like LA this was like Dallas where you could work a retail job and make a living back then you know like Honestly. Yeah. And there's no shade because, like, I've been so close to being in a car. I mean, so many, it's it's now has become, like, an option that isn't like, oh, my God, it's the low of the low. People do it to, like, save money because it's so expensive. And you could get a gym membership, which is what this guy did. He had a Mm -hmm. gym membership and he used the facilities at 24-Hour Fitness. Yeah. it makes so much sense, you know, like why waste this money? But like paying for a car, might as well just live in it. And I mean, he didn't even have a car payment. It was, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's not like there's such a huge misconception because people are like, Oh, you're lazy. Or you, you know, how did you let that happen? You know, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, uh, no, don't be throwing no judgment. because Mm -hmm. That is not the case. Like the housing crisis is insane. There are more empty houses. I think, I read than homeless people. Mm-hmm. Awful. And they're so expensive. Yeah. Like I watched a documentary on homelessness in LA and I was like, what the heck? And that it was bad when I was living there. But after I left, like it went insane. And when I went back a couple years ago to visit, mm-hmm. like the amount of tents that were on the side of the street was staggering. And that was in Hollywood. That wasn't like just in one place. That wasn't just like in on oh, Skid Row. It was everywhere. I I grew up. My dad's from LA. My all my my Mexican side of the family were all originally from LA. And 
I grew up there. My dad grew up there. And my we left L.A. when I was 13 to move here to the Imperial Valley. So I lived here in the Imperial Valley with my parents for about 10 years before I moved to San Diego. And just recently in the last, and then I, I lived, in, I've been back in L.A. <clears throat> um, for the last like eight or nine years now. And my dad started coming out again to visit. And he was like, man, he, same reaction. He's like, the homelessness is just, because like, you know, he, he knew all the cities like Echo Park, Cypress Park, Glassell Park, because we're from Highland Park. And so mm-hmm. all areas, um, there wasn't homeless tents back then. There, like, and especially like under the bridge in Echo Park and all of that. Like my dad was just like shocked at how much had changed and, and everything. Because we used to go down to Skid Row all the time, me and my grandpa. Yeah. And uh, we'd go to Santee Alley, where all, like the fashion district, right? I don't know it. I don't oh. know it at all. I oh. love it. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I do. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, yeah. And that's where all the like the tents were and stuff. But it yeah. was there. But man, it is. It is just. It's so sad. It is so sad. And there. And like, I know people that are living out of their car and what and being comics. You know, like I don't. Like I can't even. Ugh, it's terrible. Anyway. It is. It is. But. I mean, it is, I mean, you know, like struggling artists have been like, I, I get it. Like you are, you are hustling and striving and, and, and pushing for your dream. And yeah, like I, even before this, this crisis, there's always been a crisis. I think just now it's more televised and everything because of social media. Um, But like Jewel, remember Jewel in the nineties, she lived out of her car before Mm. Jim Carrey, I think. And props to them because I'm gonna be honest with you, I could never be a starving artist. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look at me, baby girl. I've, I've been, I've been. There was a point where I was living on ten dollars a week to eat, Whoa. and I would go to, I would go to Food for Less, oh, and I would get rice and fake cheese, <laughs> and and then maybe some hot dogs because they were like seventy nine cents, those cheap ones. Oh, yeah. and that's what I lived on. And yeah, it was, it's tell us what's coming up for you and where people can find you in the social media. Um, everyone can find me on the same. It's Maria Delaghetto on every platform. Instagram, just at Maria Delaghetto. Like my name, if you see it, I can know. Just exactly how it sounds. Maria de la Ghetto, all on word, Twitter, Facebook, um, and on TikTok. Well, now here's the thing: you gotta type in separately Maria de la Ghetto because TikTok's racist and they think that my name is like some hate speech or something. Uh. <laughs> um, so I- de la Ghetto, three mm-hmm. different words on that. Three different words: D E L A. You know. Um, and then uh, I I started doing these creepy TikToks, which I absolutely because you know the goth girl in me. Yes. It's not a phase. It's not a phase. I added a little bit more color to my wardrobe, but it's not a phase. So I'm really into it. I've been doing um, origins, like what they're like one minute videos. So really quick origin stories of like uh, different creepy like sayings, like ring around the rosies. Like I did a did one on that. Um, going to hell in a handbasket. I did that one. And a lot of people didn't know. I didn't know about that one. That was so cool. Mm. And then. Um, I did like La Llorona recently mm-hmm. at a Filipino folktale called uh, the Mananangal. 
so yeah that's like my new thing but yeah um i've on the last sunday of this month i don't know if it's going to be out before or after but it's the soul sisters um on uh by produced by suitman Productions. so everything is on my link tree in my bio on instagram and twitter so yeah just it'll always list all my shows i love it thank you so much for joining thank you for having me that was so much fun and that is all we have for you this week thanks for listening to the i love funny women podcast you can find us on all the social media at i love funny women and find us on youtube as well this podcast was written by me lalita d and you can find me on instagram and twitter at lalita d comedy if you want to hear more of me tune in to the we heart mom jokes podcast on all the podcast platforms Your host for the interview was Dina Nina Martinez, and you can find her on Instagram at Dina Nina Martinez. Find our glamorous door girl, Greg, on Instagram at GG Potter. Our guest, Maria de la Ghetto, is on Instagram at Maria de la Ghetto. This is an Artemis Glow studio production in association with Crossover Media and AMG. See you over on YouTube, and next week, right here, stay safe.